Hi there and welcome to Revitalised, the Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Lady Lincoln. Today we'll be reading from Genesis 18, Psalm 18 and Matthew 18. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, each day I come before you, I always wonder exactly what I'll say and how I can thank you for the things that you're doing and begin to thank you for the things that I have not seen yet. But Lord, I'm still amazed and just in absolute wonder about how great your love is for us. And I'm always lost for words because I think, how many times can you say thank you? How many times can we call on you? And you said that we can call on you and you will answer and where to um, come to you with thanksgiving and praise. So, Father, I bring you my praise, and I give you my thanks, and I give you my love. I lay my life down again to you, and as I read, um, draw people in, draw people close to your heart, um, remind, remind your children how much you love them, and challenge me again in growth, um, not to walk in fear, to walk in your peace, and to live a life worthy of my calling. Father, you are good, you are good, you are good. Holy Spirit, lead me as I read, give me understanding, give me insight and comfort and company. And most of all, lead people into all truthfulness by the power, by your power, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Genesis 18. Now the Lord appeared to Abraham by the terebinth trees of Mamah in Hebron, while he was sitting at the tent door in the heat of the day. When he raised his eyes and looked up, behold, three men were standing a little distance from him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. And Abraham said, My Lord, if I have now found favour in your sight, please do not pass your servant without stopping to visit. Please let a little water be brought by one of my servants and you may wash your feet and recline and rest comfortably under the tree. And I will bring bring a piece of bread to refresh and sustain you. After that, you may go on since you have come to your servant. And they replied, do as you have said. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah and said quickly, quickly get ready three measures of fine meal, knead it and bake cakes. Abraham also ran to the herd and brought a calf tender and choice and he gave it to the servant to butcher and he hurried to prepare it. Then he took curds and milk and the calf which he had prepared and set it before the men and he stood beside them under the tree while they ate. Then they said to him, where is Sarah your wife? And he said, there in the tent. He said, I will surely return to you at this time next year and behold Sarah your wife will have a son and Sarah was listening at the tent door which was behind him now Abraham and Sarah were old well advanced in years and she was past the age of childbearing so Sarah laughed to herself when she heard the Lord's words saying after I have become old shall I have pleasure and delight my Lord my husband being also old and the Lord asked Abraham Why did Sarah laugh to herself, saying, Shall I really give birth to a child when I am so old? Is anything too difficult or too wonderful for the Lord? 
at the appointed time, when the season for her delivery comes, I will return to you and Sarah will have a son. Then Sarah denied it, saying, I didn't laugh because she was afraid. And he, the Lord, said, No, but you did laugh. Then the men got up from there and looked towards Sodom, and Abraham walked with them to send them on the way. The Lord said, Shall I keep secret from Abraham, my friend and my servant, what I'm going to do? Since Abraham is destined to become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed through him, for I have known, chosen, acknowledged him as my own, so that he may teach and command his children and the sons of his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is righteous and just, so that the Lord may bring upon Abraham what he has promised him. And the Lord said, The outcry of the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah is indeed great, and their sin is exceedingly grave. I will go down now and see whether they have acted as vilely and wickedly as the outcry which has come to me indicates, and if not, I will know. Now the two men, angelic beings, turned away from there and went towards Sodom, but Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Abraham approached the Lord and said, Will you really sweep away the righteous, those who do right, with the wicked, those who do evil? Suppose suppose there are 50 righteous people within the city. Will you really sweep it away and not spare it for the sake of the 50 righteous who are in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to strike the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous and the wicked are treated alike. Far be it from you. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right by executing just and righteous judgment? So the Lord said, If I find within the city of Sodom fifty righteous people, then I will spare the entire place for their sake. Abraham answered, Now behold, I am but dust in origin, and ashes have decided to speak to the Lord. If five of the fifty righteous are lacking, will you destroy the entire city for lack of five? And he said, If I find at least forty-five righteous people there, I will not destroy it. Abraham spoke to him yet again and said, Suppose only forty, suppose only forty are found there. And he said, I will not do it for the sake of forty, those who are righteous. And Abraham said to him, Oh, may the Lord not be angry. I will speak. Suppose thirty, thirty righteous people are found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Now behold, I have decided to speak to the Lord again. Suppose only twenty, twenty righteous people are found there. And the Lord said, I will not destroy it for the sake of twenty. And Abraham said, Oh, may the Lord not be angry with me, and I will speak only this once. Suppose, suppose ten people, ten righteous people are found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten. As soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham, the Lord departed and Abraham returned to his own place. Psalm 18. David praises the Lord for rescuing him. And to the chief musician, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who spoke the words of this song to the Lord on the day when the Lord rescued him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. And he said, I love you fervently and devotedly, O Lord, my strength. 
The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and the one who rescues me. My God and my rock and strength in whom I trust and take refuge. My shield and horn, the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. The cords of death surrounded me, and the streams of ungodliness and torrents of destruction terrified me. The cords of Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the dead, surrounded me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, when I seemed surrounded, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry for help came before him into his very ears. Then the earth shook and quaked. The foundations of the mountains trembled. They were shaken because he was indignant and angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and fire from his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also came down and thick darkness was under his feet and he rode upon a cherub storm and flew and he sped on the wings of the wind he made darkness his hiding place covering his pavilion the canopy around him the darkness of the waters the thick clouds of the skies out of the brightness before him passes thick clouds hailstones and coals of fire the lord also thundered in the heavens and the most high uttered his voice hailstones and coals of fire he sent out his arrows and scattered them. And he sent an abundance of lightning, flashes and confused, and rooted them in defeat. Then the stream beds of the waters appeared, and the foundations of the world were laid bare. At your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils, he reached them on high. He reached from on high and he took from me. He drew me out of many waters. He rescued me from my strong enemy and from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster. But the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because he was pleased with me and delighted in me. The Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness, moral character and spiritual integrity. According to the cleanness of my hands, he has rewarded me, for I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his ordinances were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was blameless before him, and I kept myself free from sin. Therefore the Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, moral character, spiritual integrity, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. With the kind, merciful, faithful, and loyal, you show yourself kind, with blame, the blameless, you show yourself blameless. And with the pure, you show yourself pure. And with the crooked, you show yourself astute. For you save an afflicted and humble people, but bring down those arrogant fools with haughty eyes. For you cause my lamp to be lighted and to shine. And the Lord my God illumines my darkness. For by you I crush a troop. And by my God, I can leap over a wall. As for you, God... His way is blameless. Your way is blameless. The word of the Lord is tested. It is perfect. It is faultless. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord? For who is a rock except our God? The God who encircles me with strength and makes my way blameless and makes my feet like hind's feet, able to stand firmly and tread safely on paths of testing and trouble. He sets me securely upon my high places. He trains my hands for war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation 
and your right hand upholds and sustains me. Your gentleness, your gracious response when I pray, makes me great. You enlarge the path beneath me and make my steps secure so that my feet will not slip. I pursued my enemies and overtook them and I did not turn back until they were consumed. I shattered them so that they were not able to rise. They fell, wounded under my feet, for you have encircled me with strength for battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. You have also made my enemies turn their backs to me in defeat. And I silenced and destroyed those who hated me. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. Even to the Lord they cried, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them fine as dust before the wind. I emptied them out as dirt of the streets. You have rescued me from the contentions of the people. You have placed me as the head of the nations. A people who am, whom I have not known serve me. As soon as they hear me, they respond and obey me. Foreigners feign obedience to me. Foreigners lose heart and come trembling out of their strongholds. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock and may the God of my salvation be exalted. The God who avenges me and subdues peoples, nations under me. He rescues me from my enemies. Yes, you lift me up above those who rise against me. You deliver me from the man of violence. Therefore will I give thanks and praise to you, O Lord, among the nations and sing praises to your name. He gives great triumph to his king and shows steadfast love and mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. Matthew 18. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus asking, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child and set him before them. And I said to you, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, Unless you repent, that is, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, live changed lives and become like children, trusting, humble and forgiving, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives and welcomes one child like this in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble and sin, By leading him away from teaching, it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone as large as one turned by a donkey hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe and judgment is coming to the world because of stumbling blocks and temptations to sin. It is inevitable the stumbling blocks come, but woe to the person on whose account or through whom the stumbling block comes. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble and sin, Cut it off and throw it away from you. That it, it that means remove. Remove yourself from the source of temptation. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into everlasting fire. If your eye causes you to stumble in sin, pluck it out and throw it away from you. That is, remove yourself from the source of temptation. It is better for you to enter life with only one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fiery hell, so that you do not despise or think less of one of these little ones. For I say to you that they are angels in heaven and are in the presence of and continually look upon the face of my Father who is in heaven. For the Son of Man has come to save that which is lost. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, 
Will he not leave the 99 on the mountain and go in search of the one that is lost? And if it turns out that he finds it, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that did not get lost. So it is not the will of the Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones be lost. If your brother sins, go and show him his fault in private. And if he listens and pays attention to you, you have won back your brother. If he does not listen, take along with you one or two others, so that every word may be confirmed by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he pays no attention to them, refusing to listen and obey, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile an unbeliever and a tax collector. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whatever you bind, forbid, and declare to be improper and unlawful on earth shall have already been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose, permit, declare lawful on earth shall have already been loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two believers on earth agree, that is, they are in one mind, in harmony about anything that they ask within the will of God, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, meeting together as my followers, I am there among them. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how many times will my brother sin against me and I forgive him and let him go? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not up to seven times, but 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wished to settle an account with his slaves. When he began accounting, one who owed him 10,000 talents was, was brought to him. But because he could not repay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and everything that he possessed and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees and begged him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you everything. And his master's heart was moved with compassion, and he released him and forgave him, cancelling the debt. But that same slave went out and found out one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And he seized him and began choking him, saying, Pay what you owe. So his fellow slave fell on his knees and begged him earnestly, I Have patience with me, and then I will repay you. But he was unwilling, and he went and had him thrown in prison until he paid back the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what happened, they were deeply grieved. And they went and reported to their master with clarity and in detail everything that had taken place. Then his master called him and said to him, You wicked and contemptible slave, I forgave all that great debt of yours because you begged me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave who owed you little by comparison as I had mercy on you? And in wrath his master turned him over to the torturers, the jailers, until he paid all that he owed until he had paid all that he owed. My heavenly Father will also do the same to every one of you, if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I wholeheartedly repent for the level of unforgiveness that I show to people. I am like that wicked slave. The debt I owe you is greater than the debt man owes to me. Help me, Holy Spirit, to forgive quickly and to release people freely as you have released me. Father, I ask you that you'd extend that same grace to those listening. If any of you, any of you have any unforgiveness in your hearts, I encourage you 
I charge you today to let all those people go the way um, the way the Lord Jesus himself has released you today. Father David said that he cried out to you and you helped him defeat all of his enemies. Father, in this current climate, we have an enemy and the enemy is COVID-19 and Satan is using this to ravage and destroy children, adults, elderly, mothers. Father, come in and destroy our enemies. The work you did on the cross is for all time and so I call upon you, Lord, as David called upon you. And you're not going to regard my iniquity because of what Jesus did on the cross. And so now I break, Father, all bondage associated with COVID-19 over the UK right now. I break all ties with COVID-19 now. And I bind that spirit of infirmity over the UK now. And instead of infirmity, I release your healing in the name of Jesus. And I nail that vile disease to the foot of the cross. And by the power of your blood... And in the power of your matchless name, we declare COVID-19 in the year 2020 null and void and cast into the lake of fire because of the name of Jesus. Because the name of Jesus is greater than this pandemic. Holy Spirit, stir up the hearts of your children, of your people, that they would call on you. That they would call on you and pray that people would be healed and delivered. You are my only God. And I stand today before you that you would have your perfect way in this ministry, in this space, in my heart, in the lives of my loved ones, in the lives of the people listening. And not for my name's sake, because I am nobody, but for the name of the only living God, Jesus Christ. You are matchless in mercy, Father. And I thank you for your word. I thank you for your peace. I thank you for the hope that you've given us in this truth, today and always, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me and forgiving me of my sins, so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made, and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time praying the prayer of salvation, 
we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make. And um, (laughs) I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. And just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued and you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.